Do you have a musical dream? Want to play the piano or sing at your son's wedding? This next guest could help you do those things. Building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. All right, Giant Builders, it's Tuesday at 2. Here we are, and I have a special guest. I always have special guests. Everybody's special to me. But our special guest today is Emma Nottich. Her profession is in music. And I'm real um, supporter of music. I made sure that all of our kids played instruments because I felt like it was a, um, it helps build both sides of the brain. So we're going to find out what Emma thinks about the process. So hi, Emma, how are you? Hi, Lois. Thank you for inviting me here. Oh, thank you for being here. So tell us about your music adventure. Okay, so my music adventure starts right back from when I was born, really. Um, I have quite a musical family and a family who appreciates listening to music. Um, when I was a baby, my parents bought the song Isn't She Lovely Aww. that um, <laughs> Stevie Wonder sang, but right. also, also David Parton, and that was the version that they bought. Uh -huh. um, and I was also rocked in my crib um, to brass band music. Um, I'm here in the UK, in the West Country, and one of the pieces of music that's quite famous here is something called the Floral Dance. And um, it's from Cornwall. And um, they had a brass band version. And apparently, I used to love being rocked to that. Um, <laughs> and I'd like to think that that sort of started off my love and appreciation of music. I would think um, so. Yeah. Sure. And um, from primary school, um, from about the age of seven, I learnt to play the recorder in school, like I'm probably probably lots of us do. Yeah. And then I went on to have piano lessons. And then a bit later on, when I was 12 at secondary school, I learnt to play the French horn, um, a brass instrument. Um, and then it just went on from there, really. Uh, I, I play several different instruments and sing. And now it's sort of gone full circle. And after training, I am a teacher um, and also a coach around music as well. Oh, well, that sounds like a great expansion on life so many things that you can do in your opinion what ways does music boost mental health and well-being yeah so this is a big passion of mine um particularly over the last few years that i've got more interested in um well, you mentioned at the beginning, Lois, how music uses both sides of our brain. And it's, it's actually the one discipline that fires all areas of our brain at the same time. Oh. Um, 
this is if we're listening to music, but even more so if we're actually involved in either singing or playing a musical instrument, because it involves our creative side of our brain, but also our logical side. Um, and the other thing that it does is it releases our feel-good chemicals, such as oxytocin, the so-called love hormone, and our dopamine levels. So it gives us a safe high. Also, our um, endorphins and serotonin, what we get when we go out in the sunshine with vitamin D. So there's all those feel-good chemicals that are raised. And at the same time, our stress-making hormones of adrenaline and even more so cortisol are actually lowered when we listen and especially when we play or sing music. So I always say it's a win-win situation. And, you know, that that is really good for our mental health and our well-being. Science, scientists have done various studies and they've proven that listening to just 20 minutes of your favourite kind of upbeat music can actually turn a negative mood around to a much more positive one. And it doesn't just last for a few minutes. It's actually sort of long term that that's beneficial. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I love this whole area of how music helps our brain. Um, there, as I say, there have been so many studies done in recent years around this area and I think there's more to be found as well. One thing sort of connected with it is how music affects our emotions and the feeling we have of nostalgia where we connect a memory with a piece of music and that might be positive or sometimes it might be a little bit sad or triggering but our brain is very powerful at connecting music with those emotions and it's a healthy thing, but we also have to be careful with perhaps our choice of music at different times. Because, you know, I've certainly got songs that I listen to that perhaps I have that connection for a sad reason. Mm -hmm. And some, sometimes you want to just experience that. But we have to be careful not to wallow, not to stay there too long. So I think that's something just to, to say to the listeners about being mindful of our music choices, really. Okay. Can, can it also build up your self-confidence or is that a direction? Yes, definitely. Okay. Um, that, that's, that's the other side um, that I love as well. Um, 
I, I am a music tutor and alongside building up my students' musical skills, I'm always about raising their confidence as well. Um, so music can give us transferable skills that we can then take into other places. So you might prepare a piece of music or a song to perhaps perform on a stage and that can help you to develop that sense of confidence that you could then perhaps take into a job interview mm. or some some other sphere of life um, but definitely I was a very shy child um, in my early years and it was music and the performing arts that really developed my self-confidence and helped me sort of find who I was and gave me a voice to, to do that. You know, I, I was somebody who experienced bullying and, you know, that side of school, yeah. but but drama and music and dance, which I think all go together, really helped me personally to become more confident. And it was something that I excelled in. So sometimes, you know, people who aren't perhaps great mathematicians or, um, I don't know, literary people, um, there are other outlets, there's creative outlets and um, music has always been my thing. I love to turn around people's negative experiences because I've had so many people come to me over the years, um, this is adults more now, mm -hmm. who have got a story from their childhood or their school days where unfortunately quite often teachers or other adults have said to them you're not good enough you can't sing you can't be in the school choir or you can't play in tune so when we go out on a parade just mime you know, these are different stories that I've had people come to me with and it really sort of hurts me as a, a teacher and a coach to think that people in authority sort of could be that way to them. I think it's changed a lot now, but certainly in the past there, there was a lot of that and there were a lot of people with low self-esteem and low self-confidence because of those experiences. And I love to turn that around for them and to give them a new experience of music um, and to help them achieve something that they never thought they could. Um, uh, you know, I could share a couple of stories if, okay. if that's okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I had a sort of middle-aged lady who um, I knew through doing actually Pilates locally and we got to know each other and she told me 
her story, which was that she'd been told at school she couldn't sing in the choir. But as an adult, she'd always wanted to. And she had a dream of performing, singing at her son's wedding that was, that was coming up. And she said to me, you know, Emma, I really want to do this, but I'm, I don't know if I can. And, and I, I said, I'd love to help you. And I did. I worked with her and helped her to find her voice. We, or she chose a song. It was called The Man You've Become. Oh. We, we worked on it. We uh, recorded it because she decided that she didn't think she could do it live. She <laughs> might break down. So we made a recording. We made a music video of a montage of his life and when it came to the wedding she showed this at the reception wow. it was a complete surprise to everyone other than her husband mm -hmm. and there wasn't a dry eye in the house and she did it and she went on to then have piano lessons from me and she's found a whole new love of music, something that she never knew she could do. She can now read music. Um, and more recently as well, I've worked with another midlife woman who used to sing. She loved singing. Then something happened that took away that confidence. I worked with her and... A few weeks ago, I had the joy of her sharing with me that she's now about to go into a new business partnership of being a wedding singer. <laughs> and it's just so beautiful to be able to help people do those things. And there are other stories similar to that. Um, so that's what lights me up really I've worked with children and young people for most of my life but over the last few years I've also worked with adults and that's what I love to just change those stories and give people their musical dreams really so there's no age limit to a musical dream no, absolutely not. I work with a gentleman in his um, 70s um, online um, as a singing tutor. And he, again, was someone who'd always wanted to explore singing but hadn't. And we now have worked on opera, folk songs, um, pop songs, and he's developed his voice he stretched his range and he loves it and no i would say there's absolutely no age limit definitely Great. so how do you combine music teaching and life coaching yeah so last year sort of on the back of my working with adults as music students 
I started to realise that the whole thing about self-esteem and confidence isn't just in the musical world. There are so many people sort of in that midlife bracket, really, who have things that they've always wanted to do, but something's held them back. And quite often limiting beliefs or things that people have spoken over them and it goes through with them. And so I started to think, well, I want to do more with this. So I certified as an NLP practitioner, timelines coach and a life coach. And I've started to work with some of my adult music students to help them release the real underneath things that aren't just musical. Um, and also now I work with clients outside of the music sphere as well. And so I can combine my music teaching with life coaching now. Um, and I think it does all go together. So, so that's, that's how I'm working at the moment. Okay. And you do online teaching because you said something about what the gentleman does online teaching. So you do online teaching with instruments as well or just the voice? Yes, I do. Um, since 2020, <laughs> when with the global pandemic, yeah. um, I actually stepped away from face-to-face -face teaching um, at that time because I'm asthmatic and I made that decision. Mm -hmm. So I had to reinvent myself. So for the first time ever, I got myself out there online, um, created a website because although I taught for nearly 20 years locally and through word of mouth, which was great, I hadn't had anything digitally out there. So I did. I created my website, I got on Facebook and Instagram as business pages mm -hmm. and um, joined networking groups and just embraced the online world and it opened new doors and I now have online clients across the UK and even I do teach some people in America. Um, and I never would have thought of that or had that opportunity if it was different circumstances. Um, but now I do a mixture of mm -hmm. local work and my online work. Yeah. So I hear you're writing a book. Yes, that's right. So I got the taste for this last year because I had the opportunity to contribute a chapter to a collaborative book. And um, that was great. And that actually went bestseller. And I was like, oh, I want to do more of this. So, so what's the name of that book? So that book was called The Elevation of the Female Preneur, Volume 3. And it was a book 
of um, successful female entrepreneurs in the online space. Okay. And my, my chapter was all about resilience in life and business. And it featured my personal story, including my musical journey. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking, I want to do more of this because I've got something to share with the world about music. My big passion, as well as music and mental health, is the value of music, the true value of music in education and in society. Mm -hmm. And um, two years ago, I started thinking about doing a podcast. This hasn't happened yet, yeah. but it's on the back burner. Um, I can give you some tips. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be great. And I wanted it to be music and, and looking at all different things to do with how music relates to our learning life and health. Mm -hmm. And I started to think this could be a book. And I started planning my book but it soon became too big a project. Mm. So I've honed it down and I'm now looking at music and well-being. It's still quite big because we're thinking about music and physical health, music and mental health, music and em emotional health, music and spiritual health and music and social health. Yeah. And all the aspects, a bit, some of the things that we've shared tonight mm -hmm. will be in the book. Um, it's a slower process than I thought it might be, but it's got to sort of fit around the other things I do. But I am definitely going to finish it. Oh. <laughs> well, you'll so, have to share the link with us so we can look, so we can check it out. Oh, thank, thank you. Yes, that will spur me on. <laughs> <laughs> or once you get it done, contact me and we'll do another podcast about your book, okay? Okay, thank okay. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how can people find you? Okay, so um, the best place is probably my website because that covers everything and it also has links to my social pages. So it is musicaldiamond.com. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, I, I, I have that as my name because I see and I believe music to be multifaceted like a diamond. So that, that's the idea. Oh, that's great. I like that a lot. Well, any closing thoughts? Yes, just um, what you said earlier about is there an age limit? Is there is there ever, you know, an upper or lower? Thinking about upper, I would definitely say no, there isn't. And I have a little phrase that I carry with me, which is it's never too late until it's too late. But we don't want to think about this bit because we're here. We're in the here and now. And I say, seize the day. If you want to do it, do it now. 
and that goes with anything but particularly if you're somebody who's you know always wanted to sing or to learn a musical instrument and circumstances haven't helped you to do that then I'd say if you can do it definitely yes well, thank um, you so much, Emma. We really appreciate your information. And I'll definitely have all the links below. And Giant Builders, we'll see you next Tuesday at 2. Thank you for listening. This has been The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. <laughs>